Here he is. You're here already. What are you doing? What did you say? Early again? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting home now. I'm getting. Have you got marital problems, have you, Demo? So you, you're not talking to the wife. You're just going to be straight here. Get out of it. No, I'm just, uh, we're just getting a bit more prepared. And I'm sort of saying to my, my guys as well, look, I'm going. I'm going. I've got to go. I've got to go. So what do you mean? I've got to go. Why is there a door? These production meetings are getting better because we're all on them. Like before, I just wouldn't show until about a minute before the show. Darren, normally you may as well not be on the production meeting because you don't say um, anything. Um, and Ian's on them because he ain't got anything else to do. So, <laughs> and, and if I wasn't here, none of this would be happening. They're getting oh, better. Off. They're he's getting off. better. Oh, here he goes again. Well, it's true. Yeah. It's, I'm not... This would only happen if the captain was here. Well, oh, okay, God. Darren. I shall leave this to you next week then. He's a bit moody, isn't he, tonight? He is moody. Very, mm, very, very moody. moody. So this is Three Men in the Microphone, episode number 14. This will be released... What episode is it, Captain? 44. You said 14, then. Did I? Yeah, I thought you said 14. Okay, yeah. it's episode 44. Yeah. Not 14. Not 14, no, 44. Okay. Did you think he said 14, Darren? He did say 14. Mm. Does yeah. it matter? No, carry on. He's, he's dropping tonight. Really moody, isn't he? Really moody. <laughs> really moody. Just carry on. Sorry, I'm just going to... Just it. chill. You'll be fine. I'm just going to read yeah. that. Is that a personality bracelet you've got on there, just to keep you nice and calm? I think it is, yeah, definitely. He needs to watch what he's doing. You see what I did there? Because he very was good. watch. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah. Both of you, just don't mm-hmm. start today, okay? Good. Let's go on. Episode number 44 of the show. Enjoy, everybody. Three men and a microphone. Like a breakfast show. But not at breakfast. And with no music. And it's a podcast. So nothing like a breakfast show, really. These three media, Ian Barstow, Damian Lee, Darren Antrobus. Three men and a microphone podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 44 of Three Men and a Microphone. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of the podcast. My name is Ian Barstow. Welcome along to the show. Joined as ever by Damien Lee and Darren Antrobus. Hello, Darren. Hello. How are you, Captain? You all right? Yes, not bad, thank you. Um, are Good. you? Yeah, yeah, I'm not bad, not bad. Got some breaking news for you later, though, but I'll tell you about that later in the show. Okay, um, do you need the breaking news sound effect? Yes, I could do with that. If you got it uh, handy for later, yeah. Uh, no. Um, hello, Dara. Uh, Damien, how are you? Yeah, still Damien. I think so. Three, three <laughs> men a microphone. We're not down to two yet. Yeah, I'm good, actually. Um, interesting bits for you later on Damien's bits. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, inappropriate adverts for boots. A um, little bit about naked attraction. Um, and another one that I really have forgotten. So it's going to be great. <laughs> Excellent. Right, nice and prepped and ready. Yes. Yeah. Uh, coming Ooh, up on today's to show, we have uh, On The Box, um, which is where we give you our recommendation for TV shows we've been watching or are coming up. Um, we've also got Damien's Bit, and we've got the Retro Hall of Fame. Now, so far on the Retro Hall of Fame, we've had Damien, Darren. Uh, we found Joe Lysett, Lisa Appleton, Elliot Kennedy. Uh, last week, we had um, Justine uh, Riddick. We've had Adam Rickett. Um, we've had lots of people. This week, it is my first Retro Hall of Fame pick. This this is going to be so good. This he, loves is the, be... Um, he loves the spotlight, though, doesn't he, Darren? Yes, he does. I think yeah. I think you may be surprised um, what, I, what I've picked for my Retro Hall of Fame. So... Do you think he's got a moody tone tonight? I reckon he's got a moody tone. I, I think it's because it's the way his headphones are sitting and making him moody because they're a bit lopsided. Mm. Mm. It's funny as well because that shirt, it just, I don't know, something about it just not really fitted, is it, to be honest? No, no. No, I don't think At so. least I'm not wearing a T-shirt that makes me look like I'm from some massive public school, uh, private school, sorry, or you, you were wannabe American jock, Damien. Well, it's a Is rugby it? shirt, but I mean... Oh, hello! Oh, hello! Why do you have to be a bit aggressive the day? I know. What, what, thanks, Darren. What, why do you think he is... I just feel like there's a bit of anger coming from Ian at the moment. There is, yeah. There is, yeah. 
Look at, he, look at his eyes. He's got that. He's, he's got that disapproving geography teacher mm. kind of. I'm sitting here watching everybody play up in class. Listen, look at him. Listen, we're here for you. And why don't you talk to us? But what's on your mind? Okay. What's making you moody? Okay. What do you want to tell? Just, us? just, just bear with me. Do you think I could pull you off? That's what's on my mind. No, that didn't. Did either of you hear that? That didn't. Really... No, I mean, I'd love to hear what's in my my earphones there, but I didn't hear that, unfortunately. No. Damn, um, that didn't work. <laughs> just, just, just to let you know, this is really going to annoy you, uh, Ian, but we can't help but tell you, um, we can't hear anything that you're playing through our headphones tonight. No, absolutely we? nothing. No, nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. So whatever clips you play, it'll be like. Mm. So you can't hear any any of the talk over music. No, I can't hear anything you're doing. To be honest. No. You know, I'll tell you what we can hear. When you're playing the talkover music, we can hear this. <sighs> I, I I am not believing you because um, you are. You can hear it. I think, <laughs> it's, it's, I think anything could kick off tonight because he's. Yeah. A, he, this is borderline. You know, I I just feel that anything could go. Darren, ask him again. You know, and maybe if that doesn't get us anywhere, something's going to happen. Because I, I feel like I can't do a show like why this. Why are you being a drama person yeah, tonight? Drama why? queen. Why? Yeah. I don't. I wasn't going to go down that route, but yeah, drama queen. <laughs> why are you being moody? Why are you being? I uppity? I have the feeling that you two have had are making a coordinated effort to make me more angry. Because I'm not. I mean, actually, I'm not in a bad mood, but I've got a feeling. Your body you, language says a different story. I've got a feeling you two have ganged up on me to make me react to something because you've got absolutely nothing to bring to the show this evening. Is that right? See, again, what you're doing there. He's telling us that we brought nothing to the show. Exactly. Do you know what that is, though, Darren? That's like that's like Babington. What he's doing is he keeps throwing it to us, and and all we're trying to do is be there for you, Ian. Fairly offended to... by that, to be honest. That you've yeah. said. To I mean, us... look at his little nostrils. Have you seen his <laughs> little <laughs> nostrils when he gets angry? They're like little little piglets. <laughs> piglets. Like a little piglet. <sighs> Why 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 do you think we brought nothing to the table and why does that anger you? He's going, isn't he? Can you see him? Is it gonna go? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna He's react. Gonna go. I am not gonna, gonna react. Go. We need to move on. I've got a lot to do. So what let's do, what, crack what do we on. need to move on to? Um your face. I'll crack onto your face. Oh no, that sounds wrong. Anyway, can I move on now? He's very moody. It's Darren. a very weird it's a very do you, know, weird... do you know something, Darren? I don't feel I can carry on with him being like this. You Darren? No. Nothing like a coordinated effort. Coming up on the show today, we will have uh, the on the box, as I said, the Retro Hall of Fame being picked by me. If you want to find out more information, go to threemenandamicrophone.co.uk um, or you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook as well. Right, as those two are uh, no longer here, um, this is just the show with me, Ian Barstow. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm going to let you know about now, about uh, the, the one big story there has been this week. Uh, the one big interview there has been this week um, is, of course, the one that lost somebody a job. No, they're not coming back. It's a really, really stupid thing to do because it just makes them look idiotic. Anyway, so there you go. I'm just going to sit here in silence now. It's fine. It's so childish, honestly. Ah. <sighs> Okay, I'm just going to play out the interview I did with Michael Cashman. That was a big interview that I was talking about, if these two aren't going to come back. Uh, right, I'm just going to end the live show. No, it's fine. I'm just going to go off air now. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't care if you're back. We, I, I don't care. We, it's all right. We're going. It's all right. It's we only lost about... Uh... Yeah, lost about five people on the live stream. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, I'm just, I enjoyed that. I'm are just, you all right now? Uh, just just, just bear, bear, bear with me on the live stream. Um, so, welcome back. Can we move on with the show now? Because that's going to be a really difficult, bad edit to try and put together. What I love is, it's almost like Ant and Deck. They're not as good when they're not together. Now, what you did there was you crumbled. Um, yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't do the show without us. That was really bad padding, actually. It was, actually. Do you know um, the reason why? Because in most, things, most situations like that, you would literally just play a bit of music. Mm. 
and then I can't. Did you, did you did you miss us? No, I didn't. To be fair. Anyway, can are we, you warm? Can we move on, please? <laughs> Honestly, we need to get this show on the ground. Otherwise, no. thank you. <laughs> Schools have gone back this week um, in the UK, which. All parents are going, hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, but somebody on TikTok did ask a question. Um, and you may have seen one of these, Damien, but this is the question that he asked. So tell me you went to a British school without actually telling me you went to a British school. So tell me you went to a British school without actually telling me you went to a British school. So what is the one thing that you can say that would everybody would instantly know you went to a British school? Um, telly on wheels yes see exactly telly on wheels whenever that was brought into the classroom you were like oh we're going to have we're going to watch something we're going to watch a really bad BBC Uh, it was always channel 4 for schools right? uh, channel 4 for schools yes or BBC for schools yeah it was and it it had like terrible music what you used to find as a kid you found the music hilarious and you danced to it and you think like you were really ace and your friends would be looking at you were normally the one like Ian in the corner of his paragraph (laughs) so Damien what would be your one thing you could say to me down and anyone else that would be I went to a British school Geordie Racer what no I don't know that what's Geordie Racer okay Wordy no I don't know that either remember Wordy the floaty thing with the word <gasps> yes with the, with the little arms that came out the side yeah. yes yes what was this on was this like a, a dressed up character this was a BBC, this was a, a schools programme. Wordy. used to float yeah. around and spell words for Yes, I remember that. A mm. um, couple so- of people who have mentioned it, actually. We've just had someone say, James, bless him. Good old James. Overhead projectors. We remember them. Yes, you don't see them anymore, do you? Don't see them at all. Um, the best answer for me, and this is the one thing that would instantly say you went to a British school. Got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. That was in a, a blue book of songs book. that we had at high school. Don't start. No, yeah, I mean, listen, blue... we've told you about this. We're, we're on podcast radio now. Yeah, so... know, we're streaming in Manchester, Surrey, Glasgow, and across the United Kingdom. I do not want... Embrace, embrace our regional accent, you dodgy brummy. <laughs> Look. <laughs> anyway, going back, let's let's move on. Going back from that. Whole World in His Hands was one of those songs you would sing when you were sat in, in assembly uh, every morning at the start of the school day and the, te- the head teacher or the teacher doing the assembly would go, right, come on, everybody, let's sing. And you'd all be sat there going, oh, for God's sake, do I... Yeah. Did your school sing. teachers ever split the hall up into two so one did one chorus? Yes. And then the other yeah. one did another one. Yes. It was all, all sounded quite good, actually, when they used to do it. The harmonisation. There was a guy called Ian, actually, but they, they singled out, and he used to do, a, uh, like, a solo performance. God damn oh, well. Not- We've not spoken about this, Damien, but me and you went to, went to the same school in Redditch at the same time. And that is really scary and because I, I'm not sure which year you would have been in. So I was, so you're, how old are you? 40. I'm 40. 40. Yes. So I'm, I was two years ahead of you in school. Um, okay. So yeah, but we both went to the same school and I only realised this, this out when someone we mutually know knows you. Um, and it was like, I never knew I was in school at the same time. Our paths crossed. Even I know. Back it's, then. That was, do you know when you sort of have a bit of a shudder? And you sort of think, I bet we went past each other. These three media, three men and a microphone podcast. Uh, Darren, you said earlier you had some breaking news. What is Dude, this? Yes. What is this breaking news? I haven't got the sound effect. Sorry. Right. So basically, um, we all watch the TV uh, at the weekend, and maybe we watch some quiz shows. Maybe, and some quiz shows you really take to more than others. So, for example, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? A bit too intellectual for me. I don't really like it. The Chase bores me to tears although Bradley Walsh is very good there's one TV quiz show that I really get into and I'm actually quite good at it and my wife has said you should go on there and for weeks and months I've said I'm not going on there I'm not going on there but I I am looking at the website and I'm waiting for applications to start I'm going to go on a certain TV quiz show what 
Oh, sorry. I actually thought you were going to say you're going on that program with the doctor where it's like, um, essentially, you know, <laughs> I thought maybe the clinic or something. No. What's no. the, um, so what's the tip? What's the quiz show, please? Catchphrase. <laughs> to go on catchphrase because I'm actually quite good at it. Do you know what? We, we watch it on a Saturday before Ant and Deck. Yeah, and yeah, we do. I still get a little bit, I still get a bit upset by it because I think Stephen's great and I met Stephen many, many, many years ago. Um, but it's still Roy for me. It's still, yeah. you know, say what you see. What's Mr. Yeah. Chips doing there? It's good What's he touching it's the dirty leader? It's not right. Exactly. Let's, let's and, play the ready, ready money round. But it's <laughs> such a good show. And some of them, like especially, you know, when it's the end one and they have like 60 seconds to get so many in, how hard are they? Yeah, they are really hard. They're really um, hard. So I get most of them correct. And my other half, we play against each other as well on a Saturday night um, while we're waiting for the takeaway to turn up. So she, she, she said back in October, she went, you want to go on that? And I went, nah, nah, nah. So I thought, about, I thought about it, and I am going to go on it. So, uh, yeah. sorry, have you got through? No, no, no. Um, I'm waiting for applications to uh, open. At the moment, they're doing the higher uh, tier of celebrities before they get down to my tier of celebrity. And so when they do my tier, I'll go on there. So, sorry, you're going on the celebrity catchphrase? Well, I can't go on the Joe Public one. Come on, I'm a famous, I'm a famous broadcaster. <laughs> You've well, changed, you, you know. You're not ever that, since yeah. we've got ever since we've got onto podcast radio, which is basically um, on DAB in Glasgow, Surrey, and London, and available online everywhere else. Um, you've changed a bit, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, why have you changed? Because I'm good at what I do. Mate. Right, good. Okay. Well, that was breaking news. Excellent. Um, so you were just talking about quiz shows, um, and. Um, yeah, so The Chase is often known for Bradley Walsh being getting into fits of giggles. Um, and I came across this particular clip, and I'm just going to play this to you um, slightly out of context. Do you think I could pull you off? Do you think I could pull you off? Now, Who's that? Now, this is a contestant on The Chase said this to Bradley Walsh. I'm glad to start going to Comic-Cons now because I'm in Doctor Who. Yeah, I might dress up as you. Do that! Do you Be think Graham! Do you think I could pull you off? Yeah. I can see Bradley's face. <laughs> I can. The outtakes are some of the best bits of the chase. Um when he corpses. Yeah. That's a very... Is he still is he still going to do it? Because I've heard lots of rumours that he's off ski. Uh no, he's still doing it because he's left Doctor Who now. Um so he will have more time. Um so yes, he is I believe he's still doing the chase. It's I'm a nice it's there a was nice talk. Idea, I think it? Andy Peters was in the frame for doing it as well. Uh, Andy Peters will only ever be doing competitions and in big inflatable balls on Anton Deck. Yes, but let me say something. He has never aged. He still <laughs> looks the same as when he was doing Bob and Bass when I was watching it uh, from my bedroom. He gets cryogenically He's frozen like, every night. That's he's why. He's such a great presenter. I love him. He's so good. He's just a feel-good presenter. Yes, I like Andy Peters as well. Um, right, so Darren, what is your what is your other story, please? My secondary story uh, is very relative to the day that we're recording this, uh, which is uh, Wednesday, the whatever Tenth. it is. Captain, what date is it today? 10th. 10th of March. Uh, we, lo- we lost a very famous inventor today. Have you heard this, boys? No. I haven't, no. No, what I is will, it? I will give you a clue to what he invented. It's very visual. Pencil. It's a pencil. It's a- a long pencil. He invented okay. the pencil. I'm sure the inventor no, no, of the pencil no, 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 would be no, no, no. several hundred you years old. You need one of these in order to fix the item that he invented. This oh, is very the, visual. Okay. The, oh, the cassette tape. Oh, the cassette tape. He died. He is named Lou Ottens. Right. And he invented the cassette tape um, back in the 1960s. He died today, age ni- uh, aged f- uh, 94. Oh, God bless Dutch, him. Dutch engineer. Uh, and it wasn't until 20 years later in the 80s when we had the Sony Walkman that these became really, really popular. But obviously, to fix one of these... I, I, I will... I, I, I'm just going to... I'm just going to take you back there a bit. I don't think it was the Walkman that made them particular. I think they were fairly popular beforehand. No, they, they became really popular, like mega, mega popular I, I, because I, of the Sony Walkman. I think it was beforehand as well. But anyway, um, yes, so... Yeah. 
He's so you, condescending, isn't he? I just want to get a tattoo player, shine you, it up really nice and stick it right up his have, ear. Have, have you got any right more... Up his, have you got any more interesting facts about the cassette tape, man? I do have. I do have, yes. Um, um, and it was... Um, no, I don't actually know. Darren Antropus, Ian Barstow and Damien Lee. Oh, yeah! Yeah! I've actually got a message from my lovely friend, and I love her dearly, Katie in Australia. Um, I'm so glad I turned into this. What's going on with Moody Pants? Even our listeners are now thinking that you're on one. See, but the thing is, right. I am absolutely... F- now, I, am, I am. It is really warm in here today. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine, and I was absolutely fine up until the point where you go, are you in a mood? And that instantly just makes me go from happy-ish to boiling with temper when people is, say, is, are you in a and mood? I, and I'm sorry to do this to you, and we, and we don't... but. We love you when you get like this because you're yeah. you're you're like you're. He sweats, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he's he very sweats. sweaty. He's very because it's about thirty degrees in here because I've got it, studio lights on. He's a sweaty man. You need he's some uh, powder on because you're on screen, mate. You're, you're glistening. Oh, he's got <laughs> a little oh, towel. Oh, bless him. And it's pink. Oh, what are you saying about it being pink? Yeah, what are you saying about it being pink? Look, yeah. Don't start. Don't turn the tables. Oh, right. We won't, gonna, we, we won't even go to the thing you said before we came on air. Anyway. You're going to walk off and then quit. Really? One of those, are you? You told me I couldn't talk about that today. We're not talking about if it. If you want to bring it up, we can do. No, we're, because it's we It's the happiest day of my life when that buffoon, um, or, as someone, or as someone said on um, on Twitter, cockwomble, um, decided to quit. Three men close to a midlife crisis. Three microphones. One Zoom call. All lead to this. On the Three Men and a Microphone podcast. These three media. Three Men and a Microphone podcast. So this is the part of the show where we give you um, recommendations for what we are watching the moment at the moment on TV and in film. Uh, Darren, um, are you going to redeem yourself at some point with a decent on the box recommendation, please? These are let's get, listen. On the box is about things that you have watched on the box. They are new ish. I, I get that, but it could be a film, it could be a comedy series, it could be a, a serial. Um, I'm again a little bit bored with your two choices, by the way, because the same old. Oh, it's a bit like Line of Duty. Oh, it's a bit like a crime drama. Oh, it's a bit based on a true At story. At least our <laughs> things are new, though. So go on. Anyway, what what is yours, please? Mine is absolutely brand spanking new. It, it, it's a film on Amazon Prime that you can stream now on your box. Right? And he's off. He's off again. Stop it, Demo. Um, Directed, directed uh, by Craig Brewer. I'm reading this, by the way, uh, just in front of me. Um, and it's based on a film that was first released some 30, maybe 30-odd years ago. And it now stars the same characters playing the same characters. I think I know where you... Some yeah. of those characters um, are very cleverly done by the same person or the yeah. same... Actors, yeah. I'm quite and excited. It, and it quite excited. It picks up and carries on where the other one left off. So basically, the star, the character, leaves Zamunda and goes to back to New York to find his long lost son. Oh, who can then, no! Oh, don't pull your face, you miserable goat. No. What is it, Darren? What's the name of it? Go on. Coming to America, part two, my friends. <sighs> I'm so excited. Oh, now, I've, I've, I've heard various things about it, um, but I'm so excited. Um, as it, so it's got a lot of the old characters in it, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, yeah. James Earl Jones in it, only very briefly. <sighs> He's a lot older, obviously. Uh, do you remember the, the janitor guy from McDowell's, the one yes. that used to? He's in it at the start <gasps> as well. So <sighs> he's back in it again. Uh, there is a part in it, though, that is very, very, very clever. And only Eddie Murphy and what's the other guy's name? Are... Don't ruin it because I'm excited about watching it. I, I, need, I need to set the scene for you, right? Because oh, okay. this right. one scene is meant to be part of, you know, when they go out to find 
the lady of his dreams in America, in New York. Yes. They go to the nightclub, don't they, in the original, in the 80s version. Apparently there's a part where he made a baby boy with somebody that his Simi, his brother or his friend, um, set him up with. And there's a part in this film where you go, hang on, that wasn't in the original, but Eddie Murphy looks 30 years younger because he's playing the part of his younger self. Do you see what I'm getting at? I'm excited. Do you know in real life, Eddie Murphy has got 10 children? They're all in the film, probably. 10 children. He's been busy, hasn't he? Mm. Can I... um, I'm, I'm happy that you like it, but Eddie Murphy hasn't made a decent film since The Nutty Professor 1. That's bang out of order. It's true, I think though. that's a disgrace. I, it's I true, would say though. that's he one of the just, worst things you've ever said, Ian. He just has... Mm. The Nutty Professor was very, very funny. I challenge you, Ian, to watch this no. and give it a go because no. you will be surprised Eddie Murphy has still got it. No, because I don't like Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. I, oh. won't, I won't be watching it. And, I'm, and I know lots of people are really happy with it and good on them, but it's not one for me. I'm sorry. Okay, move on then. Damien, what was your on the box, please? Please, God, let it be something exciting. Now, I hope I didn't do this one, um, because I think I may have done. (laughs) I hope you didn't as well, after what you said to to Darren a couple of weeks ago on it. Go on. I hope I haven't, because I might be doing the same one that I've done before. So, please, I'm sorry. Um, Sky Atlantic have done some really, really good stuff from um, that programme... Uh, in the in like the ice uh, with aliens fr- frontier or something. Yes, frontier. Yes. Yeah, uh, which was which was really good. Um, this is a financial thriller. Um, it's created by Alessandra Samento, and it stars Daniela Cesaro, Barbara Petriano, and it stars Ezio Abetti. Have you heard of any of those? No. no. No? Okay. Um, and it's made by Sky Atlantic and Sky Italy. It's actually based on a novel called Devils. Um, and to set the scene, it's based in the world of traders. Now, these traders are all very well off, full of money. They've got suits, they've got cars. And it's all about an Italian guy who wants to get to the very top job. He wants to become vice president. And it's set in 2008, which is when Greece went bankrupt. Um, And he's kind of against another guy who also wants the promotion. So it's a little bit Wall for Wall Street. It's a little bit kind of Wall Street. And it's all set up by the person that he's going against jumps off a building and they don't know whether he did it. He killed himself or the firm did it. Stylish money class. It's called devils and it's on Sky Atlantic. I have seen this advertised and I, I, it is one that I was, I I was going to watch. Mm. Um, Is it, so is it, have you watched all of it? We're on episode number three. So it's just, it, the first episode's a bit slow and then it kind of ends and you're thinking, Hmm. Uh, gets going in episode two. Uh, it's really stylish, really worth uh, what, and you'll recognise the actors in it as well uh, because there's quite a few British actors uh, and the main star of it. Let me just find his name because he was in. Um, you'll know him. Um, where is he? Patrick Dempsey, huge star. Patrick. Dempsey. You'll know Patrick Dempsey. He was I do in know that name. Yeah, he was in a Hollywood um, film, romantic. Um, now. Sky Atlantic are renowned for doing good stuff. Now, Darren, did you watch uh, the Netflix program that I recommended? Uh, Behind Her Eyes? Yeah. Um, not yet. Okay, so it's on the list. It's on the list. I, I, I am four episodes in, and I will be honest... Don't ruin with, it. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I am on, I'm going to be honest with you, Damien. Both me and Colin are still waiting for it to suddenly go like that and switch... Now, I've picked up on a few things, and I'm still waiting for that sudden bit where I'm going to go, oh, my God, this is brilliant, and it was worth the four hours I've just spent watching. Is it safe to say it's a slow burn at the start? Uh, It is a slow burn, but when it goes into, oh, you just don't see it coming. Right, okay. I'm I'm going to stick with it because we've watched four episodes. We've only got two left, so I will get it watched this week. Stick with it. Um, Stick with it. That 
Devils, um, I would recommend to you, Damon, this was on um, at the start of this year on BBC Two called Industry. Okay. It's still on the iPlayer. It's it's being compared. It's, so Devils and that are being compared to being f- sort of similar-ish. But you think of skins set in stock market in, in the stock market in London for young people uh, for young um, apprentices in stock market firms. Just think of all the sort of stuff that would go on in skins if they did that sort of thing. It's really good, so I would highly recommend industry to you um, cool. to go and watch. So my recommendation this week is a film that was on Sky Movies. Um, it's not um, coming to America Part Two. Um, it's probably slightly more like devils it is one called mafia inc um and it's a it's a canadian french film um but it is about the canadian mafia in the 1990s now who knew there was a canadian mafia didn't even um, know that was a thing in the 1990s but it was and it was a very big thing lots of drug dealing um, and lots of um rivalry um and it is the uh, the italians that, that came over to canada um, and they created a mafia organization. It is based-ish on real life. Um, it's based on a, on a book that's based on real life, but they've changed some of the characters to protect the authors of the book, basically, um, so that it's uh, he doesn't get any repercussions from it because it is based on a true family and a true story. But it's really good. It's it's really interesting. It's brutal. Um, it's very well acted. It is a subtitled film, so sorry, Darren, that'll probably put you out of it. Um, I yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it is really good. I'd ri- highly recommend it. Mafia on Sky Movies. Um, I would highly recommend you watch. And there you go. That was this week's On The Box. Damien loves his bits. He loves showing off his bits. He loves talking about his bits. So it's time... If you're a regular listener, you know what this music means. It's time for Damien to splay his bits all over the podcast. So Damien, what are your bits this week? It was interesting because last week we did some snappy short bits um, and I think we're going to do the same tonight, um, centred around filth, naughtiness and um, debauchery. I think that's what we like, because I think from the feedback we were getting, Colin, um, some of the uh, the item wasn't going as, as well as it was. And I, I understand that. Some of them, to be quite frank, were a load, Ian, were a load of absolute... <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to do Damien bits that aren't... And try and do something that's a lot, lot better. So, first of all, have any of you, because this is pretended to be our program now, if there's nothing on the telly and it's on Sky Plus, we just watch it before we go to bed. But the problem is I get a bit horny. Um, and if anything, my wife falls asleep. So it's Naked Attraction. Have you ever seen it? I have seen some of them and I see most of them on Gogglebox. Which you is would where they never show a lot think of them. in a million years this program could be a thing. Darren, have you not seen it? Can you please explain to me, please? So Naked Attraction is basically where it's a dating show, but in reverse. So they're all... So there's one contestant that is basically looking to date. The people that want to go on a date with this person, a bit like Blind Date, are behind a screen, but it's not a screen. It's like a little cubicle. Like a little cubicle that... see a silhouette. Yeah. You can only see their little feet. Just their feet. Anyway... Um, on the first reveal, the screen goes up, or the little pod, and um, you see their wing-a-wang. <laughs> <laughs> and you do see everything. See Ma- male or female, see everything. And on the ladies, you see their foo-foo. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you see everything. <laughs> and then again, on the next round, it goes up, and you see the, the chest uh, for Ian. And then you see the boobies for uh, the men and then eventually they see the head so then the contestant then is seeing them all naked so they then decide that they're going to get naked and then they have to choose which one they want to uh, go on a date with you see them go on a date with their clothes on and then it's the bit at the very end will they stick together or not no one ever stays together no. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that there's a lot of people on there that are very it's a bit like Love Island they're all ripped 
you know? know anybody there like me and no. you Damon, no. No. very very well, normal people maybe more like you um but it's uh there's there's all shapes and sizes most of them are kind of probably your size darren um but there are no there's a lot of shapes and sizes there's um there's some hotties there's some notties uh and then there's some in between us and they are all um yeah and they are every shape and size in all areas yeah, every shape but the and problem size is well. with the show the actual host of the show is a lady called Anna Richardson, and she's revealed that a male contestant had to be escorted off the show. Had to go, escorted. The Channel 4 uh, show features six naked people who have their bodies gradually revealed by a potential date. Now, Anna, who's 50, said one man had to be taken aside because he'd become aroused. <laughs> she also said there was a constant thermostat battle between the sexes so the men wanted it to um be you know probably what yeah <laughs> so they're not gonna lose anything the women wanted it to be cold so their boobies looked more pert so this man got escorted off uh, and he actually got chucked out poor bloke got chucked out see you later because he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't Calm down. Run now, around. Now you see the thing is, um, there is very strict laws on what you can and cannot show um, for that area um, on broadcast TV. So you can show a uh, a, a flaccid. Um, you can't show you limp. Can, limp. Yes, you can't show one standing to full attention. This was um, very much so attention, that, yes. and there are rumours that a little blue pill uh, was later found <laughs> in the dressing room. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, bring us beyond to our next story. That um, You would never think that this was a thing. Boots have had to apologise after inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate adverts urged Scots to treat mums to sex toys for Mother's Day. Why? Exactly. Why? Yeah. No. So basically, a stunned retired prison officer, his name's Andrew Whiting from Fife, he was scrolling through his news feed when he had to do a double take um, at a Boots ad. Now, Boots have had to go and apologise after an extremely inappropriate advert urged Facebook users to treat their mums to sex toys for Mother's Day. The stunned retired prison officer, Andrew Whiting from Fife, was scrolling through when <coughs> he saw the advert, which was featured... Four colourful vibrators, various shapes and sizes, before the slogan, for every kind of mum. (laughs) (laughs) And this is boots as in the high street store boots. Yep. The uh, 53-year-old says, while he found the campaign extremely inappropriate, he couldn't help but laugh at the racy marketing fail. Now, Boots apologised for any offence caused and explained it was a technical error. Meant to uh, go on separate adverts. Andrew said, maybe some mothers are in for a shock on Mother's Day. I know I put my order in. Kinky B. <laughs> um, so it, <laughs> he said he was pretty broad-minded and he had to have a laugh. Um, and he thinks the really funny thing uh, was that it actually comes up on everyone's timelines, uh, which is a bit... So Boots had to take it down. Uh, but apparently the vibrator sold out. So there you go. The power of advertising. Did you, you know Boots did sex toys? Absolutely not at all. No. Absolutely not at I all. But this either. this goes then from inappropriate to even more inappropriate and a bit like, oh, God. So there's been a Facebook group and it was set up to help um, breastfeeding ladies um, feed their babies um, to share information. Bitty. It, it had to close down because the site became one of the most popular sites on Facebook within half an hour with 22,500 members admitted taking payments and the site had to admit that most of those payments were from men. (laughs) Sorry. The men like to lurk on the group's boards and look at the photos of of said breastfeeding. Now, oh. it was shut down, it had gone, and do you know what it went to by the end of it? 90,000. 90,000. Oh. Now, for me, 
pervert, get a life, stop it now, it's natural. And I mean, you know, three men and a microphone might have their own website soon, you know? It is very natural, and you just think, if you want to look at stuff like that, just Google. I know. Don't go on a Facebook group and be a perv over women Horrible. trying to get information and and advice and support about breastfeeding babies, which is the most natural thing in the world. Natural. Oh. Natural. So there you go. We've gone from naked attraction to boots to perverts. Thank you. That was Damien's Bits. Yes. Um, Yes, that does annoy me about Facebook groups. Facebook groups in general annoy me because there's just sort of, just sometimes you think, you know when you go on your Facebook timeline and you just get the really stupid people coming in on Facebook groups, particularly if you're any of a member of the local ones. So have you got like an in your area group that you're a member oh, of? Oh, I'm a member of about yeah. eight of those. And don't yeah, you I, just... I set up oh, one of them. You just, Me and Darren have. <laughs> you just called, those. It's called In Your Woods. <laughs> yeah. But you just, just think Me and Darren the, as little bears. Some of the people that go in those and post the most stupid questions in the world. And I'm just... I want to reply, but I, I posted I a question in my local one. What was it? Does anybody know a good window cleaner? <laughs> Did you get any answers? Yes. In fact, Damien posted a very similar thing on his um, Facebook page um, when oh, he had, when it, when when he asked. Oh. Oh, I'm going to say it. When he asked for, uh, can anyone recommend a company that can that I can buy and put and they'll put up a shed for me? Um, you know, it's a valid. I just replied, yes, B and Q and do it yourself. Oh, I saw this one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean though, and you could so tell it was Ian as well. <laughs> I could imagine him laughing at it. <laughs> Why don't you go to B and Q? He got a few people. He got a few laughs. No, it got one. It got a few. And that was Colin liking it. <laughs> Pathetic. It's true though. It's it's just like it's like you with uh, oh, can you do this for me, Ian? I'm not your secretary. Have a I look paid, yourself. I paid someone to do it and they're coming over. And they said, Do you want to give you know, do you want to watch? No, just get it done. Get it cash or card? No, always cash. Do you even know, <laughs> do you even know how to use a screwdriver, Damien? Good. Okay. Retro Hall of Fame <laughs> on the podcast. It's time to delve into the archive for the Retro Hall of Fame on the Three Men and a Microphone podcast. I've been dreading this. Um, We have had big names given their Retro Hall of Fame. We've had listeners. Damien and Darren have both done theirs. Um, It is my turn to do the Retro Hall of Fame. If this is your first time listening, this is basically where we uh, someone picks one item that they think deserves to be in the Retro Hall of Fame. And it can be anything from a TV show to a favourite food to a favourite toy to uh, a book to a film to whatever. If you think it deserves to go into the Retro Hall of Fame. And it is my week this week. I have put it off. For eight I can't weeks. Wait for this. This Very excited. Very excited about it. I this is either going to be absolutely brilliant. Um, or very uppity. It's going to be borderline. What's the best film that you've ever seen? Moonwalker. <laughs> um, so let yes. me do this then. So this is my pick for the Retro Hall of Fame. And I want you to think back to a time before the internet, before mobile phones. Before freely available news at the click of a button, to a time when you couldn't find the latest sports news, you couldn't find the latest results easily, um, and then all of a sudden your parents brought you a brand new TV, and on that brand new TV it was a special TV, and it was something that had a special extra little feature. I'm so excited because I it know gave what you it is. extra content at the tip of a bus- uh, at your fingertips. You could go to page one hundred and one. For the headlines, you could go to page 300 for the sports news. You could go to page 401 for the weather. And you could even go and play Bamboozle on Channel 4. My Retro Hall of Fame to you is something that closed in October 2012. To be precise, at 23.32 and 19 seconds on the 23rd of October 2012. For 38 years, everybody knew what... CFAX and Teletext was my retro hall of fame to you 
ladies and gentlemen, is CFAX and Teletex. Now. I uh, don't think I've ever been... It, that just brought back so many memories. I used to go on to the to the TV page, the showbiz page, which gave you all the showbiz. 500. Still, um, on, on Channel 5. And I remember my, my dad used to have like a bit of a bed sit after my, my parents split up. Um, and he had this little TV in his kitchen. Um, and he'd kind of want to watch football with me. Come on, son. And I was like, can I go in the kitchen? I did go watch your telly. Yeah, yeah. So I'd watch WCW um, wrestling on a Saturday afternoon. And then I'd stick CFAX on. Well, it wasn't CFAX because that was boring. So I went on Teletech. CFAX I never used to like because I always remember it was the one that used to come on. Uh, either early in the morning or late at night. Okay, we're going to go over now to the pages of CFAX. Enjoy your night. Good night. <laughs> and there is I'm still yeah. there is still something similar. If you ever up really early and you stick on ITV. night screen. Yes, on ITV. Yeah. And it's very similar. It's basically like a PowerPoint slideshow with really <laughs> dodgy yeah. hole music on it. It tells you what the programs are for the day. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, can I just put my 10 penneth worth in before you move on? Um, which is the one that you could buy the holidays off? Teletext. Okay, right. Um, because I remember that. And I remember starting out in radio. That's where we got all of our... This is before the days of rolling news. So we used to have it on in the studio. And we did at Pulse. We did at Pulse. We, we always and, used to have yeah. it on 401 for the weather. So when you did the weather yeah. at the top of the hour, you would literally just read, and I'm sure we'd get done for copyright, but anyway, you'd literally <laughs> just read the um, the BBC um, weather forecast. But yes. wouldn't it be a bugger if you didn't press that whole button? Because <laughs> yes. if you didn't yes. press the whole button, you were done for. <laughs> yeah. You'd be reading it and go, today's weather is, it's Friday. <laughs> Still Wednesday? Yes. And then you burn the screen at one time because you yes. had it on that long. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally just imprinted on there the whole it time. Was such a good. So what was it actually? Was it just on a computer that they did it, or so I saw and I tried to find the clip of it and I couldn't find it again. There was um, on Twitter. There's uh, the BBC have got a, a Twitter page called um, BBC Archive, mm. and it shows you news stories from 1950s tomorrow's mm. world and stuff like that um and what made me think of this was they showed um a clip from something like pebble mill that type of program where they were demonstrating teletext or cfax as it was for the bbc um they were doing it on there and they said at one point that there could be over a million pages of information on cfax because they were thinking it would be pre like the internet could you imagine the internet with that you'd imagine trying to download photos um so it was it was run off a main off a like a mainframe and it would broadcast out to I'm getting a bit geeky, I apologize. But in a TV signal you have space at the top and the bottom of the picture, which they can put information in. So that's where subtitles used to come in. Um and that's where teletext sits. So the information sits at the top of the picture, um, outside of the broadcast zone, um, and that's where the extra information is and that's what gets decoded. But it was all done on a computer and people would update it like you would update a website. Wow. That's how it would do. It was a very clever, it was developed in the 1960s. The first idea of it came out in the in 1960s. Um, and then it was 1973 or something. It first went out on the BBC um, and they agreed to stand in. It was around for 38 years before it got taken. Did it used to stop. play and music it, as well? It only it. played music when it was on at night, at night when it was yeah. literally, it just rolled out and, and then played it on the BBC. Um, did it have adverts? Did it get sponsored at all? It did on, on ITV and Channel 4, it did, yes. The little the little animation things yes, that were all really bad animation. Terrible. Really bad animation. Um, is that where 888 came from? Yes, that was the subtitles. Brilliant. So the page numbers, 101 for the headlines of the news. Uh, mm. 102 was, I think, was uh, regional news. Um, 300, and I think 305 for the sports results. So football, people always used to use it for the football on a Saturday afternoon to find the scores. Um, 401 was the weather, and then obviously Bamboozle. Um, you could play on Channel 4. And was 501 gossip? 501 was gossip and entertainment. Yes. I had that on quite a lot during yeah. my radio shows. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> where you get information from. Uh, was Channel 4 still teletext? Yes. So the so BBC was CFAX, Channel 4 was tele, Channel 4 and ITV were teletext. It but was run all, by different companies. Um, I th- yes, I think there was different broadcasters for it. 
And why did it end? What was the thing? Uh, people moved on. People weren't using it. It's like the red button has ended on BBC because people don't use it anymore because everybody has got a mobile phone in their hand where you can go on any news site you want in the world. Oh, I see. So you can get everything you want on your phone. So there was no people just weren't using it. So anyway, let's, what a great thing. Let's uh, let's have the uh, the vote, shall we? So not as bad as these two were thinking it would be. My retro hall of fame is Teletext CFAX. So Darren, can I have your vote, please? Uh, I think you already know what mine is because it helped me in my career um, to get some great stories and to get up-to-date news and weather as well. CFAX Teletext, for me, has got to be a very fond yes. Excellent. Damien? I will actually go on record, and this is quite a big statement. This has been the best one so far. (laughs) And I, without fail a hundred million percent this should go front and center at the retro hall of fame <sighs> i picked good it was better than the other one i was going to do which i won't tell you because <laughs> you tell me it was a <laughs> no um it, i almost started off with i was going to pick a spirograph but then i thought no i won't do that no no, no. That, um, was, that was genius that took me right back thank yeah. you so teletext stroke cfax has been admitted into the Retro Hall of Fame. I am very happy with myself. (sighs) Unless we've got anyone booked in, one of you two is going to have to do Retro Hall of Fame next week. Follow that, losers! that is it for this week's episode of three men and a microphone thank you so much for listening hope you've enjoyed the show we will be back again next week thank you damien thank you very much schools are back we're getting there four to five weeks time the next bit goes then another four to five weeks the next thing goes we're doing all right keep masking keep social distancing let's get out of this and then in the summer three men and a microphone on tour boom that hasn't been agreed thank you darren yes thank you very much for having me thank you for subscribing liking downloading and getting involved with us as well thank you damien for your jerry springer ending and thank you captain for being you thank you so much um, so yes we are back again next week don't forget if you want to find out more go over to the website threemenandamicrophone.co.uk on there you can submit your retro hall of fame as well just fill in the form halfway down the page and uh, you can be on this show doing your retro hall of fame if you want to find us on twitter uh, and facebook just search three men and a microphone We are on every week on the live show on Facebook and Twitter and we release every Monday morning. So uh, thank you so much for following, downloading and subscribing and we will be back again next week. Until then, look after yourselves and stay safe. Three Men and a Microphone has been a The Three Media Production. Goodbye, everybody. Lee says, I think anyone who ends up lucky enough to date her will be a very happy man. Oh. Yeah, it's got to have a strong back, though. <laughs> Come on, carry on. <laughs> carry on. Forgot to play that. Lisa, ha- um, Lisa Hammond? No, Alison Hammond. Just very funny.